0: Welcome to Johnny and Brodsky with your hosts, Johnny Kim and Brandon Brotsky. All right, this is Johnny Kim, your lifestyle and business consultant.
1: And this is Brandon Brotsky, CTO and founder of Brotsky LLC.
0: And today's topic is, how do you know if you should stay in or leave a relationship?
1: This is clearly more of a Johnny topic than a Brandon
0: topic. <laughs> uh, but let's uh, let's go into it. All right. So, what do you think the main thing is? Like, how do you do you think people usually just go with their feeling, uh, like screw this relationship, or do you think it's it builds over time? What do you think? Um,
1: I think it goes into cycles. I think that just like the seasons, where you have maybe winter, you have spring, summer, fall. There's different high points in relationships, and. In a relationship, there's like this cycle, like maybe like a love cycle, uh-huh. where at first you start off really good that like honeymoon stage, lasts for three, four months. And after that, it, it takes a lot of work. You you both have to be working. I heard this, this um, old guy talk about this one time. Was, he came to talk to a class, I think in high school, and I always remembered it, that the relationship, you should be working 60-60, not, not 50-50. and and why he said that was each person has to be willing to do more for the other person than they're receiving. And when you're doing that, you're really building a relationship to really make something nice. Yeah, I like it. I like that. So that's my uh, (laughs) non-professional kind of outlook uh, of a relationship. And and that's kind of how the last uh, three and a half years... Has been with me and Erica, yeah, and uh, trying to make that work, and and clearly in three and a half years, it hasn't all been uh, like sunshine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, you had to work on it. There's definitely been some moments, uh, or some maybe periods where it was rocky. There's sometimes health issues. Sometimes there's there's issues that are unavoidable, mm-hmm. and then there's also uh, the everyday maybe. Uh, temptations of saying like, Oh, what would it be like if I was single? Sure. Um, Etc. Maybe on on both sides. And how do you deal with that? And and really what it comes down to is it's the cycle and you have to learn to get get out of that cycle and um, understand that it won't always be that honeymoon stage.
0: Yeah. It does take a lot of work. A lot of people do have different expectations, right? Especially when it comes to relationships People have very different expectations when it comes to relationships. So it's. I think it's really important to communicate that, especially when you want to start a, a monogamous, committed relationship. Sure. Right? Some people think, oh, every, everything from chores, right, to what they expect out of their partner. I think that plays a huge part. Sure.
1: Yeah, I I would say that Erica does more of the like, household chores Mm -hmm. than I do. She, she, uh... Sometimes I clean a little bit more than she does, but... Um, I'm definitely doing more dishes. Where she's doing more laundry. Uh, I almost never do laundry. Um, but... I almost always have to take out the trash. Uh, I fix up the
0: house. uh, Things like that. Did you guys, like, lay that out in the very beginning? Like, you do this, Uh, I'll do this, or did you kind of just fall into it? Um...
1: I mean, I kind of told her, "Look, I'm not going to be cleaning that much. That's just not my my thing. Like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> if you want to do it, clean. it's totally fine. But if we don't, I'm I'm going to get a maid or something. I don't I don't want to do it. Yeah, it just simply doesn't make me happy. Uh, no, it does make me happy to have a clean place. And she ends up doing more of the cleaning and stuff. Uh huh. But when it comes down to it, like that's not the biggest flaw. It's a flaw that costs. Um, 50 bucks to hire someone to come over and, and clean yeah so it's not not the biggest deal for us mm-hmm. uh, but where like I try to do better is like making time for her you know, I have a busy schedule and she has a busy schedule sometimes they don't really align so during the week even though we live together we don't really spend as much time together
0: yeah do you think that has do you think there's a specific point when you guys start not you know, talking to each other a lot because of your schedule or whatever reason, do you think a couple could still survive even if they don't talk to each other, other, let's say, you know, for a specific amount of time? Like, let's say they only have 20 hours throughout the whole week. I think you can
1: make anything work. It just depends on who it is. I think there's... The most important part is... and It sounds selfish, but... You have to be selfish in your happiness. You have to make sure that you're you're
0: happy in a relationship. Exactly, I totally agree. I always tell people that they should really rely on their on themselves mm-hmm. for their own happiness instead of relying on others. And it's really important. It Kind of goes back to identity. That's what I. That's one of the hugest things. Like people who go into a relationship without finding themselves or without an identity, and then after a certain while, the relationship itself becomes their identity. Sure. So it's that's another hurdle to when people really think about if they should stay or they should leave in you know a relationship. Mm-hmm. If the relationship itself becomes their identity, even if it's a toxic relationship, that will still become their identity, and they won't be able to leave it, even though it's toxic.
1: How do you mean, Luke? Like post relationship too?
0: Like. Let's say someone's in a relationship mm-hmm. and they know that this relationship is toxic. Right? But that relationship, if they don't if they didn't have an identity before they went into this relationship and they made that relationship their part like their identity, if no matter how toxic it is, they're not gonna let that go. Because then it feels like they're letting go of an essential part. Exactly. That means they are literally breaking down their own reality. Sure, they're not gonna have sure. anything else to go to.
1: I think that comes into uh, needing each other. Now, it's a nice thought to say, oh, I need this person. But the reality is, is you need yourself to be happy. You don't need anyone else. And if you can, if you ever lost that person, you need to be able to find a way to be happy. You need to be happy with them or without them. Yeah. I think that the best part of a relationship is if they complement your happiness, they add to it. If you're not a happy person there is nothing you can do that another relationship will make you happy exactly it's almost like uh, it's a weird comparison but material things yeah don't make you happy I know neither. I was gonna
0: say that it was like it's very outcome dependent and things like that right people who sure. goes if I have a Ferrari I'll be really happy if I do when when that happens even though I'm miserable right now when I get that Ferrari I'll be super happy and it's the same thing with here when I get into a relationship don't make me super happy. So it's, it's very like a leech-like relationship mm-hmm. when, you, when you go into a relationship in that, with that mindset.
1: And I think for someone who's looking to get into a relationship, if you just focus on yourself, on making yourself into who you want to be, your relationship is going to come. It's going exactly. to form on its own. Yeah. So it's funny when, when you're in a relationship and you're thinking of uh, how to make that better, a lot of times it's making yourself better. Yeah, to make it's a mixture. The relationship better. Now, what about the, our main topic is to when to to stay and when to leave. Mm. These are for people maybe questioning on if they should. Yeah, uh, I think the first thing to consider is: Do you see having a future with them? If you don't see having a future with them, what's the point? Exactly. Uh, especially for um, like our age group, right, uh, where we're like mid twenties, late twenties. Yeah. Like people are getting married now. You're already married, mm-hmm. but. Um, I'm I'm not, I don't think I'm ready yet, mm-hmm. but theoretically I should only be dating people that I see a future with. If it's not a girl that I can take home to my mom yeah. or if it's not a girl <laughs> that I can envision being a, a great mother to my children, mm-hmm. it, it shouldn't work. Like there's no point in that. That's, that's a one night stand. That's not a, that's not a relationship.
0: Yeah. But when you're in a relationship, are there a few signs that you looked for in the past when you knew, okay, I should really break up with this girl?
1: So I could see like some ex-girlfriends. Uh, there would be like a moment. Uh, w- one of them was when I said sorry for the first time. like, And it wasn't sorry for like something that I did wrong. Mm-hmm. It was saying sorry for something that was just ending the conversation. I see this happen so often. There's jokes about this. That a guy always says sorry at the end.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, I really think it's like a problem in our, our society.
0: That's means like you, you giving up. Yeah. If I'm you <laughs> didn't do something wrong, <laughs> and you know you didn't do something wrong. Yeah. Why would you ever say sorry for that? Yeah. And that, that's also your... You don't want to fight for it. You don't want to fight for yeah. that relationship anymore. And it, I think it really ruins the meaning of sorry. I,
1: While it probably is frustrating to uh, to Erica, it's... Like, I won't say sorry if I'm not sorry. Yeah. But I just, I won't do it. Exactly. I I, I really value that word. Mm-hmm. I think saying sorry is a really meaningful thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's a very important thing. When someone does something wrong, they should, and owning up to it and saying, apologizing for their mistakes, it's admitting fault. Now, admitting fault when you're not at fault doesn't make sense. Yep. And in a, in the past, I remember it would be like she would be in a bad mood about mm-hmm. something. She wanted to make me feel bad. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I end up, op- up apologizing. I don't even know what I'm apologizing <laughs> for. But I'm apologizing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I won't I do this. I won't do yeah. this. I'm and so this sorry. And this was with your ex? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I came home five minutes late. I'm so sorry. It's not... Yeah, it's... why I'm not gonna be sorry about coming home five minutes late. I I do what I want. Like I live my own life. Yeah, I'm busy. Understandably, understandably, like if I do something wrong, like I, I seriously do something wrong and I really hurt her feelings, which happens. Mm-hmm. That that is a moment I say sorry, and I'm I am not above that, and neither really should anyone else. Uh-huh. But yeah, uh, so that was that's a uh, one thing that really. I think was a moment of, of bad bad times. I think another time is when I'm not really a jealous person. Mm-hmm. And I think uh in a past relationship I was I was uh jealous. I started getting jealous. At, towards the end. And it was of this other guy and she was clearly like into him. It was definitely not the best part of the relationship. We we ended up breaking up yeah uh shortly later. And uh, those jealousy feelings, uh, like that was a moment of I can see there's something wrong,
0: with what the relationship and or within was,
1: yourself. She was attracted to someone else, uh-huh. and th- there's something wrong. Like we, there's chemistry is off. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that's the moment of okay, how do we fix this? Yeah, but I can see that was definitely a moment of
0: uh, a problem. Yeah. So do you think it was the relationship that was like the problem with that situation or with, do you think it was more like internal within yourself? Uh, I I don't know. I, do you think maybe I, you weren't ready for that I relationship? I don't know. Or you just maybe, weren't into her? I mean I was young at the time. I, yeah. was,
1: I was 20, 21. Yeah. So I was pretty young. I, I mean things are going to happen like that
0: either way. Yeah. And you have a stronger identity now than you did yeah.
1: before. Oh absolutely. Absolutely. I think at this point uh, if like my like girlfriend's into someone else, like, a, Yeah. like, okay. However, to her, yeah, you
0: know? that's a, that's her choice.
1: Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, like, I care so much about Erica. Where I want her to be happy. Mm-hmm. I I want her to be happy no matter what, whether it's with me or not with me. Yeah. Like, if if there's a better guy for her, like, why would I stop her from doing that? As I think that
0: she would, yeah. she would feel the same way about me. Uh huh. Yeah, and you have a stronger identity now. So do you think that would that causes you to not be as jealous? Because if that happened, you'll be like, okay, and you come from more of let's say you know, abundance. I have
1: a different outlook on life completely, right? Yeah, I I look at everything happens for the best. Yep. No matter what, no matter what this is, and, mm-hmm. and this this again is like a is a selfish kind of outlook, right? It's it's an outlook that I don't really look at things like. It happened for the worst. It happened, it, whatever. I always look at it as it happened for the best. It's either it's a learning opportunity, it's a chance to improve, it's like maybe it's just obviously a great thing. I look at everything in a very positive light. Sounds like you just easier. you just kind of like developed a stronger principle. Sure. Right. Now, in the case where uh, a girl hurts me, mm-hmm. in the sense of maybe she cheats on me. She uh, leaves me for another guy, Mm -hmm. etc. I'm looking at this as an opportunity like, hey, this is an opportunity that says this girl is not right for me. Yeah, And I can just move on. And overall, this is a positive thing in my life. Uh I look back at previous relationships and breaking up. Like, while it's a negative point in my life, it was the best thing to happen because I... I don't want to be that person anymore. Exactly. So having that outlook on life allows me not to worry about things that might happen, not to have that fixation like, "Oh my God, my girlfriend's gonna leave me," "My girlfriend's gonna do this or yeah, that." cheat on me. I will accept whatever happens, like I as happening for the best. Yeah. Yeah, Hopefully, I mean, I don't hope that she's going cheating to on leave on me <laughs> or cheat on me, but. But I I look at this in a way that if it did happen, this would not be the end of my life. This would be a a moment it would be a a moment of change, which will will be for the best, no matter what that change is. Yeah.
0: So your mindset is very much coming from a place of abundance, like where you're not like kneeling or begging or or, you know, you're you're not really dependent on that outcome. But at the same time you're trying your best to be the best boyfriend you can be and hopefully the best having a best relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So let's talk about if you're in a relationship, how do you maintain it? So things like that won't happen.
1: Um, so I mean, one of the ways I maintain it would be that to always try to come at a point of understanding. Uh, this is actually really been helpful. To say, I understand when, when things go wrong in, in Erica's life and she's really upset about them. I, a lot of times she's upset and I have no idea why I, I really, uh-huh. honestly, like I don't get it. I would not be upset about those things Uh huh. and to come at this at a point where, you know what, this is important to her, not necessarily to me, but to her. And to to come at it with an understanding point of view to say like this particular thing is very important and really makes her upset and makes her uh, worried about whatever the outcome of that event is, even though it's it wouldn't affect me at all. It affects her, and this goes vice versa. There are certain things in in my life that maybe happen with business that happen with. Maybe a program that I'm writing where she would look at, like, okay, it means nothing to me. I wouldn't be upset if that happened to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at like, oh, my God, this is such a serious thing. Yeah. And now she has to come in and, and understand that ability to understand what's important to me is also important to her. Uh, and I think that's really good. The, the ability to control arguments has been a very helpful for me.
0: What do you mean? What
1: I mean by that is, the way, I move away, the way I do it is I just don't raise my voice. I go about arguments in a way that is very logical. Yeah. I think the moment, it's kind of weird because, say, like winning and losing, right? But the moment I yell and I raise my voice. Yeah, you lost. I lose. <laughs> yeah, you,
0: you lose that argument. Yeah, you're, you're done
1: completely and uh, I mean I, I grew up with my my dad kind of had a temper with that and he would yell and scream oh, yeah. about things and 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 truthfully I, I did too maybe in like high school where mm-hmm. I would let my temper get yeah. the best maybe of me. your
0: early 20s too yeah
1: and I would do like stupid things like when I punched a locker because I was upset
0: <laughs> I remember that and
1: I ended up breaking <laughs> like my pinky and it, it's like embarrassing honestly yeah it is it's it's very like it's very beta, beta. That's like I was just gonna say that. You don't imagine like a big like alpha male leader. Yeah, you don't imagine him getting upset. Exactly. That's
0: it's all reactionary.
1: It, You're uh, just reacting. Of being like, I think a true like leader is to be able to control those emotions in a way that really helps the situation. So in a, a relationship. In order to lead that argument in a in a place where you don't end up doing something stupid, you don't add to the argument, adding to that emotion. Uh, to stay calm is really valuable. It's of course easier said than done. Yep. But at every moment, I think maybe in the last three and a half years for for Eric and me. I think I've raised my voice three times. So mm-hmm. I, I don't do it much. I've learned yeah. to control this for As normal. it's It's
0: very much hardwired to it, react. It's very easy to do. Yes. Yeah.
1: And, but I've gotten good at not, not yeah. doing
0: it. You have to, you have to kind of teach yourself.
1: And I, what I like to do instead is if she maybe raises her voice in me, I'm very clear that that's not acceptable and I, and I walk away. I, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah and i think that can work with with both sides not just uh, guide a guy to girl or a girl to boy if i ever raised my voice at erica and she walked away from me and said i'm not going to deal with this you can talk to me when you're logical i, I would be very proud of her uh-huh. cuz that's not a way that anyone should talk to anyone no one should be the like the punching bag of that abuse yeah um whether it be verbal or or physical that's it's not fair to anyone it's it really creates a, a moment of like it puts people down and makes them feel worthless, mm-hmm. which is definitely, definitely not where you want to be in a relationship.
0: Definitely. For me, it was the, we talked about this a couple times, the four pillars of a relationship. Uh, repeat them. So if two people want to have a monogamous relationship these are the four things you need. And you pretty much talked about one of the f- pillars, communication. Sure. Trust, sex, and mutual respect. If okay. you don't you need all four. If you let's say get, you know, let go of one of the pillars, then your whole your whole relationship will probably suffer. I don't I can't say it'll break up, but you will definitely suffer and it could lead to very much lead to breaking up.
1: What about something like encouragement? Like it- or in the sense of, like, I was in a relationship where she would call me, like, stupid. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Like, it, it was really horrible. And, yeah. And after a while, after a while, you you start to believe that. You start to believe, wow, like, yeah. I'm not as smart That's
0: called, yeah. It's called, I call it, like, kind of like, a, almost like this toxic poison, almost like a test. Sure. You know what I mean? Either that's a reaction to something that she sees, or she's... Testing you because she feels insecure about the relationship, so she is communicating. You also have to. It's not all just face values things. You have to also piece things together, right?
1: What what pillar would that be under?
0: So that would be under uh, communication and trust.
1: Okay, you know what it, I mean. The trust is kind of trusting them to encourage you to be a better person, exactly, and raising you up, yeah, instead it, of bringing if, you down. If I go and tell someone like you're stupid, you're stupid, you're stupid eventually it really gets to them.
0: Yeah, and that's I kind of all three pretty much. There's no sure. mutual respect. There's no the communication is crap if you just say you you're shit and things like that. And there's no uh uh what do you call? Trust. Trust won't be built on that. Sure. So, if you could positively affect all these four pillars, you're going to have a successful relationship. If you if you guys both want to you know work on the relationship together and it's a two-way street. If you worked on those four pillars, but she did not give a fuck about all those four pillars and said, "You know what? I don't care about communication to you. We're not going to have sex, and I don't I don't respect you at all." Sure. But you you try to maintain those four pillars, it's not going to work. Right? It has to be two-way street and where you guys both need to work on it. So communication is kind of like almost the foundation of the thing because you could you need to communicate with her. "Hey, I don't feel like we have mutual respect because she might think you do. Mm-hmm. Right? This relationship either or we're not having sex enough or I think we need to spice up the sex or I think we need to cuddle more. That's So that will go under physical sex and things like that. Or if you guys don't trust which, each other.
1: Which is an interesting thing. Like I know a lot of guys complain about oh, the sex life isn't very good in my relationship or, uh, or girls complain about that too. Yeah. Uh, but I really think that the sex really is a, is like almost a thermometer of the actual relationship. Exactly. That means when,
0: that means you're either your communication trust or any of the other stuff is lacking as well.
1: By the way, let's define this. Like when, when we say sex, it's not really, uh, just like intercourse. It's yeah. sex is also like kissing. It's holding. any hands. physical touch. It's, it's all of this. And it's really more when you're in a relationship, it's not just like, let's get down and dirty. It's, uh, a way to physically show affection in a way that's uh, intimate intimate and, and powerful and yeah. nice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you could positively just gain and increase each other with all those things and maintain it, that's how you maintain a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. You, I've never seen a situation where two couples want to work on their relationship and all four, all four of those pillars are great and they break up. You know what I mean? I've never seen. Yeah, there's always one lacking. There's always one lacking. Either he's too cold, he's too clingy, he's he doesn't communicate, he never talks to me. We never sure. have sex. We see all these? It's uh, they all kind of intersect with all the four four pillars. And you start losing one, and you and they all crumble. Trust. Yeah, they're all they're all connected. If sure. when one crumbles, the others will slowly crumble with it. When you when you lose
1: respect for someone else, you're not going to talk way. to them. All of a sudden, you don't really trust them. Exactly, and, and then you, you have no urge to want to like have sex. have sex. Exactly, you have no, uh... and you're
0: not going to talk to them. You're going to talk to someone else.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you start losing each one.
0: Exactly. No matter what you get, let's get rid of sex. Guess what? That's going to happen. Then I mean, you, you no lose tr- trust, trust, and there won't be any communication. I, I think you could theoretically, you could, theoretically, and then but, and then there won't there will be like a resentment and things like that. Yeah, there's going to be. This negative tension. Exactly, the mutual respect will be gone. Sure. You know all of that.
1: Now, let's say you're going through a rocky path.
0: Yeah. Now,
1: what what about? Like you have to make this choice. Do you want to stay, stay in this relationship, mm-hmm. or do you not want to?
0: Yeah, I think ultimately, this is what you have to think about. There's obviously different situation. If let's say they're been, they've been married for 20 years and they have kids and they need to support the kids and there's that factor but ultimately i think it boils down to this i think it's if you don't want to work on those four pillars with that person anymore if you are just have no desire to work on any of those four pillars and you couldn't give a shit less mm-hmm. that's when you should like totally Draw from that relationship and just start and you know find someone else or break break up or things like that, sure,
1: yeah, I can't argue with that uh now, I think with every relationship you people have different goals, so yeah maybe, uh maybe uh in some goals you have like the woman wants to get married soon and then but the guy
0: doesn't exactly or maybe one wants to have kids mm-hmm. and the other one doesn't. Yeah, and that's where communication comes in. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's the expectation we were talking about earlier, right? Sure. It's the expectation of what am I getting myself into? Where are they in the like in their lives and where do they want you know, out of a relationship? So if they actually communicate all those things, right? Um the goals we should be aligned and if they don't align, you should accept the fact that it's not aligned right now. And you're willing to wait that long because a lot of people don't have the communication and they're like three years into the relationship, three to five years. so that's about the time where someone goes, where are we going? Where are we going with this relationship? Where are we? Are we getting married soon? Have we talked about that? We should talk about that.
1: At that point in time, I think it's important to understand, have an understanding of why the people feel the way they do. Exactly. Why is it important to get married so, so soon? Or why is it important to yeah. to wait.
0: Yeah, and you shouldn't really try to um, what do you call sway the other person, you know, persuade the other person that yeah, marriage is stupid or marriage is this and that or having kids isn't the back isn't the biggest deal or we should have kids right now. Sure. You know what I mean? Once when you get into a relationship or when you guys start dating or things like that, it's, you shouldn't talk, this, this shouldn't be the first conversation, but if you do have a monogamous relationship, you guys should come and communicate what you're expecting like kids wise, or just, you know, all the logistics too. Do you want to stay in the state? I was actually planning to move to Arkansas next year. Oh, that, that does not, that could be an issue. These are things that you should talk about if you do want to start a monogamous relationship that, you know, you want to have a future with, right? Sure. Because there are a lot of expectations that people don't communicate, communicate, right? Because, and people know that they should. A lot of the time, they just avoid it. Because they know, they don't want to hear, like, a oh, potentially, that could just screw up this relationship that just started. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, they don't want to hear that bad news, like, oh, he doesn't want kids? Uh uh, maybe I won't ask him, and he'll change his mind, and you know we'll see from there. And you don't want to start a relationship like that. And,
1: you know, it, it would really bother me if if my significant other was uh, trying to change me. Exactly. That would that would drive me crazy. That would drive anyone crazy. And it, it's also, it's kind of counterproductive. Exactly. Because what are you going to do? Change them, and then now all of a sudden, they're not the person that you were attracted to originally. Yeah. So now you, quote-unquote, fix them. Yeah. And they are now like completely different than where you were originally.
0: Yeah, and these are things that you should definitely qualify for. You know what I mean? Not sure. Not too early, but this is definitely a conversation you want to have, especially if you want to Yeah, like, I I wouldn't want anyone on. to change me. Exactly. That's... And you don't want to change anyone else. Sure. Yeah, and it comes ultimately comes from a place of um scarcity. You know what I mean? Like because oh, I finally got this one person to like me. And this is the only person who's gonna like me, so I better try my best to change them <laughs> to fit me. Yeah. Because right. there's no other choice.
1: It sounds kind of funny, but like in um, reality, there's I think there's a lot of people that are desperate for that relationship. Exactly. Right? And I think to go out of it with confidence that they could find someone.
0: I mean, there's tons of fish in the sea, right? Yeah. And if you come from a place of abundance where you know where you're confident enough to go, like, okay, there's. I know I'm like. Um, um. what's the word I'm looking for um, I'm worthy I'm like I'm worthy that someone else out there will be a better suit for me that I don't need to settle down sure. or settle for less you know what I mean a lot of people just you know this is f- I'm already in a relationship we're going on different paths but I'm already in this relationship you know he's okay he's alright it's not I, I could do way worse and then you, they start like making excuses. Settling. Yeah, they start settling. Sure. And that's going to be your life. And you're wait- and ironically, you go, oh, it's going to take too much time to get into a new relationship. And you're going to be miserable for the rest of your life or you could settle or you could break up and start a new relationship and actually save some time. Yeah. You know, instead at, of wasting it all. At the end of the
1: day, we have one life, right? Yeah. You're, we're going to die. That's, that's inevitable. And... Once it's over, it's over. So you kind of want to live that life to the fullest. You want to be with the people you want to be with. And, and whether that be friends, relationships, etc. Do what you want to do and really like love life. Yeah. So why, why let
0: someone hold you back of that? Exactly. You should be happy for yourself. Yeah, definitely. You should just, I guess you could say, come from a place of first identity, right? Work on sure. yourself. And when you do find somebody, really see if that's... You guys are on the same path if you are really serious about that person. It's kind of... It's one of those really challenging things because if you do hit it off with somebody but they have a whole different path... Oh, I know. You know, know plan know. that that was laid out that they have in plan and that doesn't really... Con- it's not congruent with yours. It's going to be hard to, like, cut that cord. Yeah. I mean, you guys could still be friends. You yeah, guys there's a lot probably... of times where you,
1: like, really get along with someone. Yeah. I remember I had... an ex-girlfriend i really got along with yeah but we had some completely different values
0: yeah different principles i mean different goals in life
1: different religions different everything yeah and there's some deal breakers yeah and we both agree it's not gonna work Mm -hmm. like we're great people we both want each other to be very happy but together it's not not right
0: yeah And you know, you know, those people who go, oh, but opposites attract and that's an excuse. I think that's an excuse. I think human beings are meant are tribal creatures. They, they, they go, they, they connect if you're you're
1: compatible or not. Exactly. That's, that's the question to ask. not either the The opposite. That's an
0: an excuse. It's either you're interested in that tribe that that other significant other is in, or you guys are in the same tribe and you guys see eye to eye on things.
1: Sure. I agree.
0: You know what I mean? All right we'll just do a little wrap up. we'll do a little we've talked a lot I mean, so, th- so we'll, this can
1: probably go on for like a three hours, yeah maybe
0: we'll have a part two later
1: yeah we, we probably should we can we can probably do another another one and just just one section of this, maybe the happiness behind relationships yeah. and what makes people happy, yeah, et cetera
0: exactly we'll maybe dissect it more later. sure so we'll do let's do a little recap, so we talked about how you should really work on your identity first before you go into any relationship. And if you do get into a relationship, work on those four uh, four pillars that we talked about: trust, communication, mutual respect and physical touch. Mm-hmm. Make sure you always think of them as you know those Chinese plates. have you, you know what, what I'm talking about where they, where people have that act where they're balancing balancing plates on like sticks. Okay, so they're like balancing juggling kind of juggling the plates i will just be well balanced. I just be, it's the easier way to say <laughs> it. I'm just trying to think of an analogy. But yeah, make sure you don't neglect a pillar. You know what I mean? You need all four. You can't just have two. You can't have three. You need all four because they're all interconnected. Sure. All right. And make sure you communicate the expectations and all of that. Agreed? I that's it. All right. And that's it. I'll see you guys next time. All right. Thank you. See so, ya.
1: Yeah. Oh, and do the email. Oh, and our, our email if you have any questions or feedback. Uh, is hello at johnnyandbrotsky.com. All right. See you guys next time.